In a world full of movie podcasts, here is one more. Welcome to Defend Your Movie with Sean Donnelly and Andrew Fiore. The time has come again. The champion must Welcome back to another episode of Defend Your Movie. I am one of your hosts, Andrew Fiore. Along with me, as always, my co-host, my buddy, my pal, Sean Donnelly, everybody. Hello there, Andrew. Hello, Defenders. How are you? I have to... Uh, we'll just apologize right I know. We're so we're sorry. Just, People we're, sending me messages. I, uh, like, hey, is there going to be a new episode this week? I go, yes. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. I thank you guys for being patient with us. And yeah. thank you for reaching out and being concerned. We're alive. And and just we can't say what it is, but there is reasons for why you haven't heard from us for. A couple I know weeks. we're like a uh, we're like cheating on a spouse. Where we're like, I just do you kind of trust me? <laughs> like it's nothing. I just can't tell you what it is. Uh, we have a guest for today. Yes, we do. Friend of the show, one friend of our buddies, of, friend, personal, very personal friend, Ryan Beck. Everybody, hey. what's up? Thanks, thanks for having for, me. Thanks for doing this, of guy. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah. So I can't, I really can't apologize enough for we've been oh, we, we haven't had an episode in like a couple weeks. Two but weeks. There's logistical reasons why this is happening. So uh, just stay tuned and and and, and yes. keep in contact well, with us and let us know. I for one can't wait to find out. <laughs> <laughs> you can get some VIP off air information. Yes. But, uh, yeah. Either we will uh, have some new consistent episodes or the podcast will be done forever. <laughs> That's kind of what's happening. <laughs> yeah, I love it's kind it. of at a crossroads. You're I didn't right. mean to it sound, make it sound so bleak, but we'll, we'll work something out. So thank you again for bearing with us. Uh, let's just get right back into the old routine. Shawnee, how you been? You've been uh, good? I'm good, man. I've just been uh, doing the old comedy game, and uh, I, I, I guess I've just been around New York a bunch, and that's about it. And then I, I've been watching some stuff. I have a What Do You Watch? Okay, this week. very cool. Uh, mine is, uh, I just watched it the other day. I rewatched uh, Magnolia. Me too. Did you rewatch it? Because all these things have been popping up on my Netflix. Just it's yeah. like if you watch this, you like this, and I go, I do love that. Yeah. I'll watch it again on the cab ride home or something, or on the train. You know, yes. And watch Magnolia on the train. I'll watch it anywhere. And I'll tell you, man, a lot it's of a the time, ride. yeah, a lot of the time, you know, these movies they sometimes they don't hold up. Like you know, what I'm saying, like, uh, it's one of those things where if you don't watch it for don't. a while, but this, this is one of the ones I would assume would. Oh, yeah. But watching it again, I was like, yeah, I I like this as much as I did when I first saw 100%. it. Hundred percent. It might be one of the best acted movies in the history of movies. Like, Fan- it, uh, of course, it is a massive Masterclass of just how to act, like heavy fucking yeah. acting. I mean, you and I are both on record thinking that Tom Cruise is the best thing he's ever done. He yes. should have won an Academy Award for it. Yes, he should. But have. it's that Paul Thomas Anderson thing that you know all our favorite movie makers do. They use a lot of the same guys and <coughs> excuse me, ensemble casts. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, we got that. <coughs> excuse me, I got a granola bar in my throat. Tom Cruise, Jason Robards. Uh, Philip Baker, uh, I mean, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Uh, also, well, Philip Baker Hall, also, as well. Yeah. Um, just, uh, you know, he's amazing, a go-to amazing cast. Guy. Yeah. And I'm forgetting half of them that are in there. J. John C. Riley, uh, Julianne Moore. Also, John C. Riley. Well, let me ask you this real quick. You've seen both movies, right, Ryan? Mm-hmm. Is he better in this or in, in Boogie Nights? He's... 
I have a new appreciation for him in this. I think he's so. He's so good in this. Yeah. And here's the thing. With, he plays a cop that's kind of... He's a he dope, plays a dopey single guy cop. He plays a Perfectly. schmucky cop. Not a schmucky no, cop. No, I don't he's think he's a schmuck. He's a terrific actor. I've, I've never seen him in anything where I'm not like, he's, he's just killing this. I think he's just kind of a cheesy guy, but he doesn't. who doesn't realize he's corny, who's just trying to do the right thing and, you know, takes his job seriously. He's He's a cop. It's perfect. It's a cop, but 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 it's supposed to be. It's this. There's a vulnerability to it that's great. Absolutely. There's yeah. him with the dating or him the losing the gun thing is one of the most yeah. uncomfortable scenes ever in a movie. Yeah. And it's just so it's so great how he pulls it off. And also when you Talk watch it, the little kid, he's so we're, good. We're so used to John C. Riley now, you forget. Like I'm like, oh yeah, like you do a lot of com- you did a lot of comedy yeah. actually, fantastic, and like really goofy comedy, really goofy comedy. So you forget like you're really good at playing this guy in movies because yeah. like. Every 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 serious character character he has for the most part is the clueless blowhard almost like like Boogie Nights that's what he is yeah. you know he's like, Wreck-It Ralph yeah 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 right exactly yeah so uh, also would have been a good porn name <laughs> true I'm but gonna wreck it when it comes to Magnolia watching him in that I'm like. This is one of the most beautiful performances ever. It's so it's sad. It's a great film. And it's so well done. Yeah, uh, so it's I a have heavy m- movie. M- more appreciation for him. Super heavy movie. The kid in it is great. That whole that other kid the guy who plays the kid's dad is in a bunch of stuff back in that era. And then he kinda like goes away and then he comes back in uh he's in like Breaking Bad. He plays one of the, the biker guys in Breaking Bad, like one of the drug runners. Oh yes. yeah, um, yes. and yes. it's kind of creepy in like that. Like the later seasons, yeah, yeah in, the, in the finale, and you know, yep. Uh, but just that unbelievable kid The kid, the kid, the kid's great. Yeah, the kid. It's just a sad, really sad movie. It's really sad from beginning to <laughs> quiz end. Quiz Kid Donnie Smith. Quiz Kid Donnie Smith. And it also, it has that like the Quiz Kid Donnie Smith thing. It's so good. Man. It's funny. It's like funny, sad on top of it. Like he's so good at like <sighs> pathetic characters. Paul Thomas Anderson, yeah. writing pathetic guys who you feel for, but at the same time you're laughing. Like when you have Quiz Kid Dying Smith, like I have lived again. He's smi- like he's smiling. He's yeah. Why can't I think of his real name? It's a, William H Macy. William H Macy. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, I mean, talk about playing vulnerable characters, though. I mean, him and then Lil Bill. I mean, two of the most vulnerable. Just, I mean, a guy who just gets walked over in Boogie Nights. Oh yeah, and right. then you know, in, in Quiz Kid Donnie Smith, it's just this sad, lonely guy who's yeah. in love with his pretty bartender. Yeah, you know, and then just bad oh, luck so around every corner. Yeah, so I rewatched that. I I I think I watched it in like two settings. It's a Anything super new? long movie. Anything new? Yeah, but it pertains to what we're going to okay, do later. Okay, we are so. going to get to that. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, did you watch anything new? Because I know you have an Oscar one that we'll talk about in a few. Anything new that I've never, never seen? Ah, uh, no, all of them are Oscar ones. Okay, cool. That I have seen that it, that's been new. How I about watched, you, Andrew? Uh, I watched Doctor Sleep last night. Oh yes, mm, we talked the, about it a little bit. I have that one queued up to watch. It's good. I liked it, but I'm uh, with the caveat. I'm such a huge Shining fan. Well, that's the thing I was thinking. And so here's a, there's a few things. I read the book a couple years ago, and again, it was because I love The Shining. I wanted to read the grown-up version of Danny Torrance, um, and it's played by Ewan McGregor. He does a great job. The flashback scenes are flashback scenes, but played with different actors. Ah, but I guess you kind of overla- Everything that is the same visually. The music is the same. There's so many throwbacks Whoa. to the original. 
they intersplice the original soundtrack, which is one of the most, maybe my favorite ever. The original score of The Shining is so so creepy, perfect and creepy and scary that they use that and you go, oh, it puts you back yeah. in that frame of mind. Yeah. And it's done really well. But there's a new young Danny. There's a new young Wendy Torrance. There's a kind... I don't want to ruin it too, but there's a guy who... All the actors you know from The Shining are just different people now. And yeah. so the woman who plays Wendy Torrance has it has Shelley Duvall nailed. Oh, cool. I mean, to the cadence in her voice, to the timber, to the actual... It's like she's an impressionist. Oh, it was really? perfectly... Wow. Yeah, I, can, I could shut my eyes, and I would think that that would have been Shelley Duvall. And what about Nicholson? He doesn't really come up that much. There's a small part, but it's just... It, I don't want to give too much away if you haven't seen it, because if you're a Shining fan, I think you will enjoy it. Okay, cool. I can't wait. Because but it did does it, did have... Did it bomb the theaters, though, I or not? I think it did, because... Yeah. It, like I said, if you're a fan, yeah. you will enjoy it because there is a whole new story, which I knew about from reading the book, that is kind of cool and is all about the actual shine, you know, the telepathy kind yeah. of thing. So that's kind of a cool story yeah. in itself. So I would recommend it if you like that kind of thing. So it's good standalone. It's, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I that's mean, exciting. well, I don't know if it's great standalone because you need the you background. need to know the background. But also, talk about such big shoes to fill. Like yeah, that's probably yeah, why yeah. it took so long to do a sequel in that I movie mean, it's because a masterpiece. How do you have that character without it being Nicholson? Yeah, I, Kubrick's yeah. not doing any sort of sequel. You know? Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. When he was alive. Yeah. No. Oh, absolutely. So I or did no? He never did. Right? No. No. He never I don't, would do not that. that he, he, I'm sure he would do if he was like uh, hit creatively with it. Like if he was like. <laughs> If he was like into the idea, maybe he would do maybe, it. Maybe, maybe I don't know. Maybe, but the uh, but it's worth checking out. You're saying, yeah. I, like I said, if you're a Shining fan, watch it. I think you'll enjoy it because especially big Shining fans, which I am, and you know, it didn't screw up the first one for you. No, not yeah. at all. Okay. If anything, you go, oh, the first one is really such a masterpiece because that's one. You of those- also appreciate it more. That's one of those things that, like, didn't they do one with, with what's his name from Wings? Like, the, yeah, they, they did, did one like a with remake? Uh, Stephen Weber. Stephen Weber. It was a TV remake that Stephen King executive produced because he's famously on record for hating the Kubrick version. How could you hate the Kubrick version? Because Stephen King's a weirdo, and they changed a lot from the book. Oh, okay, okay, okay. They changed, the ending's completely different from the book. Kubrick made up his own thing. This one actually has uh, more of a nod to the ending of the original book than... Oh yeah, of course, because it's Stephen King produced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So right? I'm sure he did. He, he produced the movie as well. The I don't know if he did this Doctor one. Sleep, right? I don't he know. Was involved some. How, you can tell be. what yeah. he's involved with because he'll tweet about it. Right. Oh, right. Okay, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. He's like the ghost of the outsiders, and I'm like loving the it's, outsider. It's, it's, it's the great. outsider, and it's great. It is it's the outsider. Sorry, the outsider. The outsiders. Completely different. 60s Oklahoma kids. Yeah, But outsider. We can talk about TV for a sec. Outsider is fantastic. It's so good. And here's the thing, man. I'm not even usually a Stephen King guy. Like I did The Shining. I think it's a well-made movie and all that kind of stuff. But when it comes to outsider, like they're doing this so well and. And uh, I'm wearing my Lost hat right now, and you know who created... Um, oh, no, Lindelof was Watchmen. I'm sorry. Need a Watchmen. I screwed that up. But I've... Like, here's the thing. About, let's too. be honest about a lot of Stephen King properties. When he's involved in it sometimes, they, they come off chintzy sometimes. They, like, well, I think he's agreed not 100%. When he did this, the TV version of The Stand, mm-hmm. TV, the version TV version of The Shining. The Shining is a, is a train wreck. Yeah, so the great thing about The Outsider is, like, 
I'm sure he's involved. And because it's HBO, they're probably like, no, 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 no. Like, well, let's make this quality. Because yeah. it's quality acting. It's got great people in it. The writing's oh, good. I love the cast. The cast is on. Fuck. Ben Mendelsohn is one of my favorite actors. Who, who is this guy? Reason. Who is he? He's the lead cop. He's the, with, who, the, with the lisp. Yeah. Yes. I yeah. love that guy. He's in he's Blood, Bloodline. Bloodline. Well, he's fantastic. Great. Even though there's a moment where he says, does that look like a scratch? And I had to replay that seven times to understand what he said. <laughs> well, that's always good, Ryan. Let's make fun of somebody's impediment. Okay? I'm not trying to. I'm just saying. Like, there's like, you ever have to rewind a line? Yes, yeah. I had course. to rewind this thing seven times, and then I put captions on. And also, he's from Australia. So that, that uh, adds I to mean, it. give yeah. me a break. So, so you, have, you kind of give him some credit. He's a great yeah, was, actor, but I was like, I know what he's saying is important, and they're cutting away after he says this Why thing. Why don't you just pop Get to on, the point, Daffy Duck. Come well, on. I was just like, what is, he, what is it? You could probably pop on subtitles. You could I it. went back and I put on subtitles. Oh, I thought you meant you re- re-listened over I, and over I again. I tried that and I could not understand. I felt like a moron. I stood up and was standing in front of the TV. You ever get like, what is it? What is yeah, he saying? Yeah. I'm standing in front of the TV. I rewind again. Can't understand it. Rewind again. Can't understand it. Rewind again. I go, how do you do captions on this thing? I'm like a thousand years old. I'm looking at my Roku device. I'm hitting all the different buttons. Right, and then finally like, oh, it's yeah. subtitle me. And I put subtitles on. Uh, but he's he's so good. He's a really and also, good actor. Great. The guy David something, he plays the lawyer. I think he's... Yes, he, I know exactly what you mean. He plays with the lawyer, the guy who was in, what's it called? Fly by Night? What's it called again? The one that, it was another... Yeah, that guy's HBO. great. That guy's great. The yeah. defense attorney. The limited yeah. series yeah. with... Uh, uh, the, the Muslim kid that gets arrested. Oh, uh, 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 not fly by night. Something by night. Um, night uh, not, yeah, uh, it's but that's guy. That guy's the lawyer. Guy's in. People are screaming at their TVs right now. Yeah, yeah. It's their TVs because yeah. you watched this on TV. <laughs> uh, that one night. Yeah, I know what you mean. But, but yeah. definitely, you know, I know this is a movie podcast, but watch The Outsider if you haven't watched it because. Damn, it is creepy. Yeah. And it's fun. It really blurs the line between about last night. TV. Anyway, it's one of those up all night. Not about last night. It's um, the kite runner. No. <laughs> ah. No. Whatever. It's uh, Life of Pi. No, that's not it. Um, <laughs> that's what it's called. But, tonight, tonight. Uh, Smashing pumpkin song. <laughs> Tonight's tonight. <laughs> um, but this leads us to uh, our. Annual Oscars episode. Yay! We are taping this the week right up to Sunday of the Oscars, and so we thought we would go through the list and we'd take. We're going to write our uh, picks down, see how we do next week on the pod, and we'll talk about the ones we've seen, the ones we haven't seen, and uh, we'll go through the major categories. We don't got to go through all the little ones. Yeah, we'll go through the biggies. To be so, fair, I haven't seen the short films yet, but I do like to always go out to the think theater. We can skip. Do you that watch one. the short? Films? I love. Well, I love. There's a new tradition of mine. A couple of years. ago because they're really great. They're really? Re- I've if you've ever them. gone to see the the thing where they play the short films, it's fantastic. Oh, no. Really, it's a wonderful movie going experience because huh. you don't know how long they are, you don't know what's cli- when it's climaxing, whatever. These are the best short films that are out there, or at least the ones that you know. Are it's the same thing. You have as, to like yeah. uh, get them into festivals and play them in different markets and yeah. do all the meet it's the like little the requirements. It's like the same uh, networking uh, thing. As, yeah, yeah. But these things are fantastic and they're like really moving. And these people work so hard on them, and it's a great movie going experience. So if you've ever if if you've never done that and you have an opportunity to do it, you should check it out. All right. I'll, I'll I that. say that full well Maybe, not yeah, having I, seen any this year. Yeah, yeah. I think I always held that like stereotype against short films. I'm just Me like, ah, oh, it's shitty college kids and they're No, crappy. they're a real deal. I think I have All the right. same thought process. Yeah. I think you have like, an aversion to it. They're real right. deal. Well, yeah. yeah so. Taika Waititi uh, made a short film, got some Oscar buzz, and then uh, a couple of years later, he's writing Thor Ragnarok and launched his whole career. Oh, yeah. yeah. Somebody else yeah. told yeah. me something that uh, might have been one of these... 
or a remake that came from because we were talking about maybe defending your remakes and I was looking at a list and it was something that was originally a short film that became one of my favorite movies I had no idea it was a remake I was like oh I'll think about it and get back to you guys but let's uh, start at the top the old best actor in a leading role best oh, actor starting in a leading big, role baby. Shawnee are you ready uh, Antonio Banderas for Pain and Glory I did not see, didn't it. see it. it but I'm not, I, uh, I don't I'm, even know what that's about I, I, I can't, I think, yeah. Antonio Banderas I'm Pain not, and Glory probably I'm not uh, f- I'm not that big of a fan. That, that could be about boxing. It could yeah. be about uh, race car driving. Sure. It could be about uh, the church. It could be about flags. Yeah, I have no yeah, idea. Yeah, a bunch of stuff, yeah. And next one is Leonardo DiCaprio on Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I would not give him that. Adam Driver for Marriage Story. Joaquin Phoenix for Joker. And Jonathan Price for The Two Popes. I mean, what a weak list, in my opinion. Because yeah. I feel like Adam Driver did the best acting, and I just hated The Joker. Really? You hated The Joker? Ugh. For what reasons? Hold on, why? Why I hated it was just, it just felt like everything felt like it had been done before. Nothing about it made felt new or interesting to me, and it and it because everyone's I'll like, oh, it's just like a fair driver. point, but as a standalone movie based on that character, I thought it did a great job. I think it. I think it. it yeah, just I think seemed it, re, it seemed rehashed. He seemed to be. I like, mean, a lot of stuff's from Joker. What, what do you mean? I think it pulled inspiration from things, it but it didn't so beat heavy, you over the head. It just it felt to me like it pulled so heavy from Taxi Driver. And if you hadn't seen Taxi Driver, you'd be like, "What the heck is but here's this?" The thing, man, how else are you supposed to do a story like that? Do you I, know what I mean? I like, get it. I get it. There's gonna be but shared. I, like, you don't you don't tell an incel story. Completely <laughs> like the, agree. You know, the, yeah, I completely agree with that. But and it was supposed to be like there was supposed to be a nod to those things. Ne- I know. It was not to I know. Network. It just didn't nod. do it for me. Like I was just like, this is even like, with what Joaquin is Phoenix and how good that guy is. He was good, but I just well, am like, is this that's my pick? Yeah, yeah, that's he'll probably pick. win. He'll that's probably win. That'd be my pick too. That's the smart money is him yeah, uh, with yeah. that role. Adam right. Driver might win though. Adam Driver might win, but uh, I, I We're feel all like with. I think Joaquin JP. probably win, wins that JP. one. <laughs> I really didn't like the movie, though, uh, but he was fantastic, so I kept watching it, and I watched it all the way through, and then I was just like, okay. But I, I, didn't, I really don't understand so why it became saying, so oh, big. So you're saying, I've seen this type of story before. I've, I've seen, seen this. and I've felt these things, and I, I could see where everything was going. Uh, there wasn't anything surprising to I, me the until, the, why, until the end. But you never, that part was surprising, because I didn't think that it would go down the way that it went. And I was you, like, that's cool. But I'll, 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 really quickly, I'll just say that the reason why it's different is because it was kind of, you're kind of getting back into Christopher Nolan comic book territory. Because what you're doing is, you're putting a real-life spin on a, a comic book character. And the, also the up in the airness of what we realized after it was done. Like they're like, was that the Joker? Did that inspire the Joker? I think that's a, a, a new, and I think it's a fun thing to think yeah, about. I enjoyed it added, very much. The acting added. I'm like, I'm like, it's not just like a like. All right, so I can say you could say that about like um uh, uh what's the ambulance movie the the Paul Schrader one that Scorsese bring out the dead bring out the dead you watch that okay it, it didn't do that well it's not that great of a movie but you want to talk about like oh I can see why Paul Schrader wrote this this is like Taxi Driver with two other people and then an ambulance everything's really gritty everything's like it's supposed to be a nighttime New York City movie the, the, the Joker is pulling from that universe the Taxi Driver universe is the Joker universe even years wise even right it's supposed to be 80 yeah. what, 80 something yeah right? it's a little ambiguous but I think if you 
look at the context you, clues. Yeah. It's early eighties. Yeah. yeah. So I just but, honestly, but, but I found the, the, the way it's the way it's jazzed up, it for lack of a better it. phrase, is you have the you have the real world comic book angle there. Like yes, I, you had Dark Knight and all that, mm-hmm. but that, this is way darker than those. Way, way darker. darker than those. It is. It is way darker, and that's why you're gonna be upset that I say this. It, the all the comic books nods, all of them just felt really they felt forced and cheesy to me all the like ooh Bruce Wayne's on TV and like and it, all everything about it just felt I, cheesy I, it just how felt else cheesy. are you supposed to do that they I don't know as I don't straight know. up as possible I don't know like even when they were like alright there's a part in it where they're like oh you guys are I don't brother. know if that was a nod that Bruce Wayne it's I mean, not it's a part it, of the plot I mean, they made well, a major plot point saying, we're saying that uh David or what's his dad's name? Bruce Wayne. Uh, yeah, it might be the same dad um, or whatever, right? It might yeah. be. The, yeah, exactly. So. I know. But even I get that, it. I get it. Even when they that, do that, like if that would have came out to be true, like maybe it is still true. That's what I'm talking about. The ambiguousness is what I got became came to like with it. Where it's like, yeah, that's kind of crazy too. Because that would like, when they first did that, I was like, that's corny. And then they're like, no, she's crazy. It's like, but is she crazy or is it really really did happen? Right. So it's like. I, I know what you're saying. I, I agree. It just I didn't make me like. It just, right. I didn't feel surprised or excited by any of it. Like I know. Yeah. Like I, I'm not going to tell you like how you do that story uh, any better. But I didn't that's what I mean. Feel, I know. Like, but I just it, to do it better would be nice because it didn't really do it for me. Also, you get what I'm saying. Another, last quick thing because we have to keep going. But yeah. like Todd Phillips, comedy director pulled off a feat with this because if you look at what's his name with fucking Green Book comedy director yeah, Farrelly Farrelly. didn't pull didn't wasn't able to really reach down far enough one best, best picture I mean he won best picture yeah, 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 but it's, best a director. Corner, it's Remember the Titans a little bit heavier than Remember the Titans it's bullshit and it's also stuff. come it's on not, 2019 it's a, you know it's a nice story for, it's a nice it's Black a nice, Klansman was the best movie it's like, last it's year. like for somebody oh, I hated it really yeah wow oh. I, you and me are going to be very different opinions <laughs> I That's, thought that was great. <laughs> All right, let's go on to the next one. Uh, best actor in a supporting role is Tom Hanks for A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, Anthony Hopkins for The Two Popes. Do I have to see the new The Two Popes now? No. I mean, who cares? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's how. a lot of awards. I usually like to watch all the There's highly two nominated popes. ones. They, one of them's going to be the new pope, and then this guy's around still. All right. They're Al Pacino. Old, and they laugh once. For the Irishman, Joe Pesci for the Irishman, and Brad Pitt, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, I tell you. Which sorry. one? Sorry, go ahead, buddy. I don't want to, I don't want to j- jump in out of turn. No, no you're our guest. I think that Brad Pitt is uh, deserving, and I think Tom Hanks is deserving, and... Uh, the Irishman guys were great, but your maybe pick is my pick. I think that Brad Pitt will win this. I would like to see Tom Hanks win, but also I like Brad Pitt as well. I think Brad Pitt will win. That's my pick. I my, the two that it's against for me in my head is Pesci and Brad Pitt. I have a feeling Brad Pitt will probably win this, like you, but I think Pesci deserves it. He was uh, really good. He's really good. I think... And he hadn't acted for... I, when yeah. we talked about the Irishman on the show, I said, it made me realize, now, with the way things have gone, and the, the year that we're in, and after everything that's happened, Pesci is the best actor out of all those guys. Hands down. But yeah, he's picking a fantastic Pitt. I think he's actor. better than Pacino. What? But you're picking Pitt? Is that what I'm getting? Uh, no, I'll, I'll pick Pesci, because okay. I'll, I'll... Yeah. But I do... I love Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I love the Mr. Rogers movie. I did not see that, so I really can't speak, but I'm not going to pick Tom Thanks anyway. It also came down to Pesci and Pitt for me, and I loved 
Pesci, and I loved The Irishman, but I loved Brad Pitt's performance a little bit more. That's just why I really did. He was really good in he that. Was really, and, great. He, and it was like captivating to watch. And it's like we watched. Yeah, Brad the Pitt. most interesting part of the movie. We, we watched Brad Pitt and everything, and it's just he's captivating. I would, Joe Pesci is a powerhouse. If Pesci won, I would have no problem with that though. No. Either. I'd oh, be very happy. Yeah. I'd be very happy how he probably would no show the Oscars. I'm going to say something yeah. very unpopular here, but I, well, actually, I might agree. I, I think I got to be honest. It would really take a lot for Hanks to be for me to be in the running for anything now because of the the Hanks factor. Just that, the, the idea Hanks. that... What? Chet Hanks. Chet Hanks. What's the Hanks? What is the Hanks? <laughs> if his son would just stop doing Padua... Yeah. What's it called? Not Padua. What's it called? Yeah, it was Padua. Some Padua. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, if his son would just stop, then I'd, I'd so give him an award. just stop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but meaning the whole idea of like, yeah, yeah, Hanks, he has that thing where it's like, you're just Hanks. Everything you do, you're Hanks. Too many? Is too Hanks. much? It's enough is enough? You can never be a character again. You're too famous, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, well, that's a good. Be, I mean, wait, did yeah, you see the you movie? The I did not. No, I didn't see it. Okay, when you see the movie, I think he he pulled that. Off. I think he's pulling it off Is because it he's movie? not doing. It's a good movie. Okay. It's a very good movie. Uh, it and he's a supporting role, so he you know he can come in and go, and and he's like doing uh, a great job acting as Fred Rogers without doing a stupid Mister Rogers right, impression, right. and he's also like. It feels it doesn't. You you kind of forget that he's Tom Hanks. He he has a he's a great actor. I mean, he just is. He's a great right. actor. Well, let's move on to the actresses, the ladies. What's uh, up, ladies? Best actress in a leading role. The nominees are Cynthia Cynthia Erivo for Harriet, who I is uh, 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 the detective, the in the Outsider. She's the tracker. Yeah, yeah, yeah she's great. Yeah, she's, she's very really good. good. Uh, Scarlett Johansson for Marriage Story. Shirsha Ronan, I think I nailed it. No, Swarzy Sh- Ronan. Yeah, Sersha. I don't think that's close. She's super well. Irish. Shirsha, Shirsha yeah. <laughs> Ronan. Okay, for Sersha. Little Women, Charlize Theron for Bombshell and Renee Zellweger for Judy. There are a lot that I have not seen yet on this list. Yeah, uh, I, I I've guess, only seen Marriage Story. I'm going to say Marriage Story. I'm going to go Renee for Judy. Purely based on Matteo Lane's fervor for it. <laughs> uh, I'm going to guess uh, Harriet wins, and I'm, I'm guessing Ooh. this because she's so good in The Outsider that I'm going to watch. I have Harriet uh, oh. at home on my, you know, it's, it's. Uh, what do I have next? Uh, I'm going to watch. you. Yeah, I'm going to watch. Uh, what did I say I was going to watch? Doctor Sleep. Then I'm oh, watching yeah. Harriet. All right, yeah. all right, interesting one. We all picked three. But I'm going with actresses. her because she's so good in the outside. I'm, I'm going pure line hearsay. I heard uh, Renee won at the Golden Globe, so I guess that's maybe a little indication, but not necessarily always works yeah. out. Also, that way. old people love Judy Garland, so it's like maybe they just yeah, pick that is her. Good call, yeah. Like they're giving it to Judy Garland. There's Renee like, Zellweger happens to be there. But Scarlett Judy good too. I just didn't love Marriage Story, but oh, Renee Zellweger is a phenomenal actress. So. Judy yeah. came to the show. <laughs> All right, moving on to the actress in a supporting role. You uh, have yes. Kathy Bates for Richard Jewell, Laura Dern for Marriage Story, Scarlett Johansson again for Jojo Rabbit, Florence Pugh for Little Women, and Margot Robbie in Bombshell. There's always one of these. Well, there's a, this always happens at the Oscar. Kathy Bates is nominated for a movie I've never even heard of and never saw anything about. I heard it was what good. What is that movie? Which movie is it? It's the Richard Jewell is the 1996 you Atlanta heard of Olympic bomb. Yeah. Oh, is Cleanest that that movie? movie? Yeah. 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 Okay, so I did see a promo for that movie. It's I would just, like to uh, see it. It's I'd a, like to see it, but Grace, my wife wants to see it. Uh, that, that, so I haven't seen this, so I, I don't know. But I will tell you this. I watched Jojo Rabbit the other night, and Scarlett Johansson is going to win this hands down. Really? Really? She, I, I don't know. Marriage Story, uh, you know, right. she could win for that. 
There's no way she doesn't win for this. She could come on with two. Wow. That, that she's be, so good in that. That'd be the first. Man, Oscar so first. Good. I haven't seen Joe Same actress winning yeah. for uh, yeah. uh, leading and supporting. supporting. Wow. My gosh. She's great in that because she plays such a pivotal role in that thing, and you believe every second of it, and it's like, wow. I mean, holy cow. Uh, I haven't seen Bombshell, but I heard Bombshell was good, too. I heard both. I, heard I Bombshell's. just don't care about Bombshell. But, yeah, uh, but also, like, I don't about, feel sympathy for these ladies in what this about office. Nicole? But here's my thing. is that I can not care about a topic, but if it's a good movie, I'll sit at home on Sunday and watch it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not that I don't necessarily have to be committed to a, a story. I don't know. I'll still watch the movie. But there, the one they made, Megyn Kelly, was Nicole, That's Bombshell. Ki- That's yeah, Nicole yeah. Kidman, right? Or they made... No, the, no. Um, oh, they made Margot Charlize Robbie. Theron. Charlize Theron. Yeah, she a match was nominated? Margot uh, Robbie, Margot Robbie Margot for supporting, yes, it, yeah. but no, but also uh, I don't know which one she is. I don't know either. The one that's supposed to be making Kelly, they say it's uncanny. I think that's Shirley's Theron. Yeah, Shirley Theron. Yeah, hmm. but I'm going to go with Laura Dern because I thought she was amazing in Marriage Story. The highlight for me, actually. Really? Yeah. All right. What do you got? I'm going to say, uh, um, what's her name? Was what was? It? Give me the list again. Kathy Bates, Laura Dern, Scarlett, Florence Pugh, and Margot Robbie. I'm going to say Kathy Bates. I like Ooh, Kathy Bates. It's definitely nice going to be Florence one. Pugh now that we've... Uh... <laughs> I know. <laughs> Animated feature film we can stip. Should we do cinematography? Animated yeah. feature film? What, who, what, what are you skipping uh, that? Yeah, we like our animation. We got, what, we got time constraints. And I, didn't, I, I don't even heard of five of nominees. We got to do the biggies, baby. The biggies. Best, the cinematographer, best cinematography is uh, Rodrigo Prieto for The Irishman. Joker... The Lighthouse, nineteen seventeen, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, I I, I want to see you, the Lighthouse. I, I bet you nineteen seventeen is going to win for this. I agree. Uh, but I but Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I think is like a sleeper on that because like, like it's so it shot so I, well. I think what we should acknowledge quickly is that this is the category with the most talented people in it. The cinematographers yeah, yeah. are That's by the far yeah. the best, and they're going to shove them right bef- before or after a commercial break and, and put them away. The, uh, the, 1917 was fantastic. It was beautiful. It was shot technically. Roger Deakins, uh, he's famous for his cinematography. I mean, it was just famous. the way it was shot, and it, it, you know, it's shot so it feels like it's all one shot. Right, so that's right. like a thing that you get points for. Yeah. It also looks beautiful. The subject matter, the lighting on this and that, and like the, the going from scene to scene, uh, and it all blends and you tracks and it's amazing uh, the lighthouse is incredibly uh, well shot and really beautiful nice. it's also really well directed but it, the balancing all the shadows is really uh, it's got yeah. so hard and it's also, is, you know yeah. it's really tough the two and, most important jobs are, are um, cinematographer and, one, and editor I would say yeah. and once upon a time uh, in Hollywood like you were saying yeah. it's beautifully shot it's beautifully shot and also uh, like to pull that off they use make, film it almost like it's shot in you know it's it's like shot today, but it, it has that feel like it looks like it's probably from that time. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like, yeah, it does. Just nailed it's it. Really good. But I, if I had to guess, I'd say 1970. Same. I'm going to guess uh, uh, that the lighthouse guy uh, snags it because I just want to be. I want to. Def- I want to descent. It is the most interesting out of all of them. Like I want to descent. Being black and white. I, I noted. Probably, I wrote an asterisk. Ryan wants to descent. Yeah, great. <laughs> I'm descending. <laughs> Descending vote. Descent. Uh, let's move on before we get to directing and best picture. Let's do the writings. Uh, adapted screenplay. Nominees are The Irishman, screenplay by Stephen Zalian, who I believe wrote the book. Uh, I heard you paint houses. Jojo Rabbit. No, Joker. I don't think you... Did he write the book? Stephen Zalian. What is Jojo Rabbit so. adapted from? He's a screenwriter. From? What? What is Jojo Rabbit adapted from? 
Uh, uh, I don't know. Just World War Two. Hmm. Just the war itself. <laughs> <laughs> True story. Right here. Uh, <laughs> uh, so we have uh, Irishman. You have the Irishman. You have Jojo Rabbit. Uh, Taika. I never know how to say it. Taika, Taika Waititi. 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 Uh, Joker. Todd Phillips and Scott Silver. Little Women. Uh, written by the screen by Greta Gerwig. The Two Popes. What's that based off? Little Women. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> written by Anthony McCartan. Uh, tough one. That's a JoJo sweep for me. Really? Yep. I gotta see For it. adapted, what was the first one again? Irishman. I think JoJo's probably gonna win. I, I love that guy. I loved, uh, what he did Taiki. with... Um, <laughs> he re- directed uh, Ragnarok, right? Yeah. Yes. And wrote, and wrote it. Yeah. Yeah. Ragnarok is freaking oh, Writing for an adapted screenplay I'm going to give it to the Irishman Just because I feel like Irishman's not going to win anything else Well it had more pages So there's more writing <laughs> um, But Sean you read I Heard You Want to Pay in Houses right? I didn't read it no But, but you're I, going JoJo? I don't think Stephen Hazelian wrote it though What'd you say? Uh, I could be wrong I yeah. just take, I, you know, uh, I'm going JoJo on that one yeah all right. You've seen it. You just haven't. You're just guessing. Sean's on his phone now, so you know we take a back seat. Have sorry, you seen, sorry, sorry. Have you sorry. seen Jojo Rabbit? No, I you haven't. haven't. But you're picking it for best script. <laughs> yes, I got it. Best adapted. Just want to ask. Just want to make sure I was on the same page with how that worked. <laughs> I bet I'm basing it off Ragnarok to be honest. <laughs> his talent. You're betting, yeah. on, you're betting on I his mean, talent. I'm betting on his talent. You're right. All right, original I did screenplay. That with, I did that with Harriet. So. Yeah, you had to make your best educated guess. <laughs> yeah. yeah, original screenplay: Knives Out, written by Ryan Johnson. Marriage Story by Noah Baumbach. Nineteen Seventeen, Sam Mendes and Christy Wilson Carnes. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Tarantino and Parasite. Screenplay by Bong Joon Ho. Wow, and a couple other names I can't pronounce. This is a oh. phenomenally hard category to pick, and I got and mine right off. The I bat. can't not pick Parasite for this, I even am. though all these well, guys the, are the, deserving. The screenplay is great in Parasite. Going the way they talk in Parasite, Parasite. I love. My God, you got Parasite? Absolutely. But Knives Out, I love. I know. I this thought is such Lives a good out category, too, but I got it. I liked Parasite better. There's not a script on there that I don't. A really love. strong category. All I'm those are, say, all those are phenomenal. Parasite. All those are phenomenal, but I can't not pick Parasite if it's going to be in a, for a category. For the sweep. For the sweep. Um, the 1917 script is phenomenal. Like, yeah. it's just. Yeah. It's, I, uh, God, I got to see that. You haven't seen it? No, I, I it's on. I want to see that. I want to see Richard Jewell. You really want to try to see it in the theater, I'll tell you that. All what right. Is when you do, just having, you know, I don't have time to go see everything. I, w- I really wish I had more time. I know. I wish it was more hours. Oh, you time. got to get into the 11 a.m. game. Yeah, I should oh, do that. It's a a sweet place place to be. It's just me and a lot of uh, <laughs> old people that go, they, they all sit on the aisles. And so you get to sit in the middle because oh, they want to go to get up to pee. Yeah, yeah. So you have to climb over them because they've been there for I mean, two that's hours. What, that's what I do. Too. Yeah, I was gonna say. You know what that tells me? I'm old. Yeah, that reason. I said the edge. I, never, I never leave a movie. The I just middle. sit there in pain. Really? Yeah. Do you really? Yeah. I can't. Oh, I can't. I can't, I'll piss I can't, my pants. I can't watch. I can't enjoy I can't the leave. movie. I gotta watch. I have to pee really bad. I can't enjoy the movie. Exactly. All right. So the nominees for best director are. Martin Scorsese for The Irishman. No. Nope. Todd Phillips for Joker. No. Nope. Sam Mendes for 1917. Nope. Maybe. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood with Quentin Tarantino. That's the one. And Parasite with Bong Joon-ho. I can't. Uh, the last three is going to be a, a tight race. I'm, here's the thing. I, it's a really there's things tough that call. I want. There's things that I want. I know. And there's things that's going to be. I think it's going to be Parasite. Honestly, everything or should be Parasite. I agree. Everything should be Parasite, but will the Academy right. uh, do this? Because they're... You know, old and they're white, 
and they and Parasite is like in the most foreign film. Yeah, uh, but yeah, but so, I, I so wanted will to be they once honor it, or will they go with like? Well, oh, okay. Quentin Tarantino's been making movies a long time. We should. You never know. Politics, Sam Mendes is British. We like British people. gets involved. You really never know. I'm yeah. gonna go. Sometimes I play what I think is gonna win. I'm with this one playing. What I want to win Because I think Parasite Which, was the best Directed movie Out of this group Parasite was the best movie It I, just was I'm going to go With Once Upon a Time Because I I think it's a Splendidly directed movie And I think Parasite's Not taking anything win. Away from it Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, Even if I lose On that one That's fine <sighs> You know what No I want to go With Sam Mendes Really? I want to go with Sam Mendes, and I'll tell you why I want to go with he's that. He's won before. Because what he did... Well, he's won before, but uh, but he has? American, American Beauty. Beauty. Yes. So what he did with 1917 was he took a movie about an entire war, and he really made it so personal between these two guys in this mission that they had. And the way that he directed it and being one shot really made it like feel like a boilerplate, which I love because it, was like every, it just kept getting more intense and more... Uh, uh, it just was... You're completely captivated by it the entire time. Parasite, which is why I pick it for screenplay, but not wouldn't pick it for directing, uh, is because the screenplay, the twists, and the and like what's going on there. Oh my gosh, all that stuff is so beautifully done. I'm so in, into that. But the directing, I don't yeah. remember. There's only one specific shot. Uh, Maybe two specific shots in the movie. In where, Parasite? Yeah. There's, oh, there's, there's multiple shots. There's I think. two shots that got me. All the shots from their apartment is great, yes. what they were looking at. There's two shots that got me. With the kid in the fridge, that moment. <laughs> and the kid in the fridge? Yeah. With the, uh, you know, the ghost I don't want to ruin it for anybody. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, don't worry it. about it. People, yeah. If you haven't seen Parasite, it's going to be If you spoilers. haven't seen Parasite, skip ahead. But there's a part where the, the, yeah, the eye is coming out of the steps. That's one of the yeah, best shots in the movie. Cool shot. that's a, but that's a great cool. shot, And then there's a spot with the pot, the place with the lights at the end that was a really crazy yeah, move yeah, and yeah. it was like a really cool uh, oh that was a great ending when they're coming yeah. on and off and, yeah. and, and like yeah. the, the angles and everything was like you mean it, when it they, stuck with me when he's in the house well his dad's in the in the basement yeah but the, right but then he comes out in the light you mean the lights where they're going on in the basement yeah 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 um I agree. Yeah, but yeah Ooh, but I got chills it was direct, I got chills was, thinking about it it was directed it was directed well yeah but I think the, when you're 1917, you have that. I'm not going to call it like when, a not trickery or like a novelty, but it's a little bit tricky. It's, it's a, a little, little bit, bit novelty. It's not. It, they didn't do it like Altman did with something you know where they start. It's one continuous shot. They don't do that I, they, at all. It anymore. was edited because Birdman's the same way. It's right, like, it's edited to look that way. Yeah. But all right, but three different. Picks. They're going to show. What are they going to show for Parasite? I don't know. What they're going to show for 1917 is that moment where he's running through no man's and land. The plane coming. That's and, crazy. And, 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 yeah. So okay. That's sorry. crazy. Yeah, that's in the trailer. That, that's in the trailer. That's why I'm picking 1917 because I think directing, directing Sam Mendes wise. crushed it. Script is what really got me with Parasite, and also everybody was great at acting. That I was completely immersed and sucked in. Maybe ah. I, maybe I'm being maybe I'm being a, a, a what do you call it? dumb person. <laughs> no, I'm scared. I'm going now with Once Upon. I'm changing You're it. Saying, wow. I'm changing it after Paris. I, I did love when, when he, he break threw that dog food. Like that. When he slapped that dog food in the bowl. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. that well, was I, cool. I, I'm just going over all overall. What did I love the most? And it's probably Once Upon a Time. All so, right. but when it comes to directing, that gets thrown in there because I think the directing is, you know, it's Carantino. I think it's great. These two are usually tied together. We didn't see that last year, so you know, it, you it, never know what's going to happen. Yeah. So the biggie, best picture. Uh, there's nine nominees, which I have gone on record saying I wish they would cap it at five, go back to the old format. That makes it uh, uh, more of a higher honor when mm-hmm. you ha- really have to. You know, if you're diluting, you're you're flooding the market. I think yeah, when you're going to pick five, five of those, the, and that's the the actors that they picked this year. They pick five from each 
thing. Right. Like there, I feel like there are better actors in some movies. Sure. Then they picked. I didn't like the category, especially the male lead. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of big actors, big name actors in movies this year, and that might have overlooked some smaller, you know. Yeah, small not, potatoes. Smaller they, names. Yeah, the yeah. big boys. So, starting with but best Irishman, picture. I don't think for acting wise, I don't think it, I don't think it uh, makes the cake. No, I agree. Pesci, Pesci, we'll maybe. Uh, Pesci, maybe. Yes. Best picture nominee is Ford versus Ferrari, The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, Marriage Story, 1917, Once Upon a Time, and Parasite. Ryan, kick us off. All right, I'll talk. Can I look at the list and just sure. briefly mention each thing? So, Ford vs. Ferrari. <laughs> Ford vs. Ferrari it. was Gotta skip for me. Ford vs. Ferrari was incredibly enjoyable, and it's a much better movie than you think it would be. And yeah. I really, really liked it. And both those guys were great. And it's just, it's really good. Great script by uh, uh, one of the writers is a guy that did the, the the Ferryman on Broadway. If you saw that, so it's oh, like David yeah. Mamet. This script has some balls. No, baby. not David, David Mamet. <laughs> Not David Mamet. No, I no he no. said that. Yeah. Uh, Jez Butterworth, I think, is his name. <laughs> no, it's I, not. I swear to God. <laughs> is it? I'm pretty sure that's his name. Uh, the Irishman, uh, I'm not going to pick that one. Jojo Rabbit could win for me. Joker, I hope it doesn't win because I didn't like it. I don't think it'll win Best Picture. Great. Little Women. I don't think uh, it'll win Best Picture, though. No. Little Women, I haven't seen yet. We're supposed to go uh, in like a week. You taking a Little Woman? Yeah, she wants to go. We're going to go to... Uh, I want to see it, too. But uh, it's not the kind of movies that I... Marriage Story is the same thing. I, I don't like go seek these kind of movies out. Right. 1917 Agreed. was great. Once Upon a Time was great. Parasite was a cut above. It should win this because it like has already been won the... Uh, whatever it's called uh, at the festival. Palm yeah. Dior. Palm Dior. Palm Dior. Yeah, I, sound like, won, I sound real smart, don't I? It yeah. obviously, it obviously uh, won best Anybody foreign. that's like, I agree with this guy, and then they hear me speak, they're like, I don't know. <laughs> that's Never our mind. whole podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we do it all the time. Parasite was the best movie. Ford vs. Ferrari, though, it was really good. I just really wow, liked it. Better than and Once Jojo Rabbit was really good. So uh, let me ask you this. Parasite's not in it this year. What if it's you, not in pick? it, then I would pick uh, Ooh, between question. 1917 or Once Upon a Time. That's what I would pick. But Joshua Rabbit was great, too. But it's a different you kind of no, thing. You have to think of it as like, like mm. exemplary. Yeah. Exemplary. What would I pick if what would I pick if Parasite weren't in the but group? But you're picking Parasite. I'm picking Parasite. What, what, what I would pick if I uh, weren't yeah. in the group is I would pick... Uh, I would pick... You know, Jojo Rabbit. Ooh, baby. Really? I think it's. A, I think it would shock I'm the sure world. It's that. not going to, but I think it could. Shawnee time. Really uh, right, you want me to go? You're right. Yeah, you can go. I have not seen Ford versus Ferrari. I loved The Irishman. Haven't seen Jojo Rabbit. Loved Joker. Haven't seen Little Woman. <laughs> we got every other thing going here. Yeah. Didn't love Marriage Story. I thought it was fine, but I'm not a big Noah Baumbach guy. Yeah. Didn't see no. Uh, didn't see 1917. Loved Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and loved Parasite. And I think this finally is the year they give it to a foreign film, a, a true. Because you had to think when is going to happen film. again. I mean, not like a a true subtitled foreign film. I'm in my heart and my favorite movie. I'm going with Parasite. Oh, so your pick is Parasite, and also you think that's what's going to win. you famously hate yes. reading. And I famously <laughs> hate literature. <laughs> I, I, what I want to win is Once Upon a Time. Yeah, me that's too. I, I, want I, to I would be totally okay. fine. But I don't think it's going to I think no. Parasite's... But I, Interesting. I don't but know what's one, your pick? My pick would be... You know what? I'm going to stay in my, with my teams here. Once All Upon right. a Time. Once Upon a Time. Well, it really depends on what, what these people vote because we don't vote. You're, you're actually vote right about count. right. You're actually I right mean, about yeah. the idea that they're like 
They're a little bit off the step sometimes with this stuff. So like things get there is there has Green been Book. tons well, of surprises. Let's put it this way: Green if, Book was highly disappointed that that one. It was a fine, but like yeah, it's for fine. Best it's a picture. Movie. It just was a movie. I, I, mean, I, have, I feel that way about a lot of Best Picture winners. Crash, Green Book, it, a piece of it, shit. Green Book, not a great movie. Did to me. not deserve what it got. Like come, let's be honest. Like it's agreed. It, the caliber of people in it, like, like yeah, you know, the caliber was yeah. <laughs> the crowd was a caliber. Ca- the caliber of actors. I like the word caliber better. Caliber is a very promulent word. I like that one. <laughs> you know, thanks for making fun of my speech impediment, guys. I'm, just like I'm, no, I'm saying I li- I'm supporting. <laughs> and I'm very sarcastic. Ben Mendelsohn. Yeah, exactly. I like caliber. Cr- sounds cooler. Caliber. <laughs> you know, you know, dealing with that. I'm a very high caliber type person. <laughs> It's got gra- it's a guy- he's high crass. Yeah, you got high crass. Ga- you got gravitas. <laughs> Galvitas. Galvitas. Uh, let's put it this way: If I was picking an Oscar pool for money, I would have some different picks in here. If I was playing for keeps, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, maybe we should have done that. But me and Andy, we bet on the Super Bowl, and I Shawnee won. took the Kansas City Chiefs. I Great was job. pulling for the Niners, but then I picked Jennifer Lopez. So oh, we all won for that one. We all won. <laughs> But uh, Ryan Beck, thank you so much for oh, coming for by being me, our guest. If you blast. want to come back uh, next week, we can recap our winners if you want to sit on that. But we'll figure that out. We'll, okay. out. we'll look Great. at our calendars. You can go see Ryan this Sunday during the Oscars. No, 11 p.m. They should be out after. The after. Yeah, you'll be at the uh, headlining the Fat Black Pussycat at the Comedy Cellar. Mm-hmm. Uh, com for tickets. Ryan, very funny comic. Thank you. So go check him out. Uh, when you're done with the whole Oscars. By 11 p.m., you don't need to see any more Oscars. You're you can go see Ryan. Yeah. yeah. And you can, um, you'll know if Parasite's going to win Best Picture or not by exactly. that point. Absolutely, Shawnee. Where are you going to be? I I'll be around. I'll, oh, this weekend I will be starting tonight. When you listen to this, I will be at City Steam in Hartford, Connecticut. Oh, fun room! It's one show Friday, one show Saturday. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, so come on, check it out. Like, just Google City Steam uh, Brouhaha Comedy Club. I yep. think it's still called, and check it out. And also check out my show on Sirius. It's called Celebrate. Uh, we do it once a week. Uh, it's at four p.m. on Wednesdays on Raw Dog ninety nine. And I'm at Shawnee Time on Instagram and Twitter. Lovely. I'm in the city this weekend, Comedy Cellar. Also, you can listen to my show, which is weekly, on Thursdays at 4 p.m. live on Raw Dog Series XM99. We have a big, fun show this week. And next, we got Bill Pullman from The Sinner uh, this week. Fran Drescher from The Nanny. (laughs) Better guess than Shawnee. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you know. <laughs> but yeah, check out and then both our shows. You can always go and listen to them on demand, which yes. is a very important thing and cool too. So help us keep us our shows on the air. And uh, you can find me at Andy Fiore and andyfiore.com for all my tour dates. A lot of March and uh, April on the road. We're back in Vegas together. Yeah, baby. So well, we'll do one from there. We'll do another one from Vegas. Yeah. And until next week, uh, for Ryan Beck, for Sean Donnelly, I'm Andy Fiore. Thank you, guys. Please rate and subscribe and yes. rate a review. And we promise there'll be more frequent episodes uh, once we get this all sorted out and we'll explain the whole yeah. thing. And thank you for your patience and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.